most view at what some say is a piece of Irish folk folklore. Some people in the Crichton area of Mobile say a leprechaun has taken up residence in their neighborhood. A leprechaun. NBC 15's Brian Johnson has more. Galuli. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! Welcome, my dears, to the St. Patty's Day Spectacular of Plussin' and Cussin'. I'm your host, Timmy O'Husainigan. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. And I'm Daffy O'Gill of the Little Penis. <laughs> you uh, can call me Daffy and the Little Penis. You've been... That has been your go-to Irish person impression since we were in high school the art tatar 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 tim that's what irish people say we're only two months late to the saint patty's day party but i bought plenty of corned beef no i didn't <laughs> that joke was corned beef tonight we're covering 1959's darby o'gill and the little people when walt had a boner for the irish are we going to be doing the accent all night? No. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> that is all you got. I've never been the character actor type. Uh, I remember. I remember once in high school, I was. Uh, uh, I was auditioning for a play, uh, and on the little audition sheet, I wrote like, "I can do voices." And Mr. Morris, I get up there, and Mr. Morris was such a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, but I got up there, and he hey, was, I remember him saying this line. I'm pro-choice by anti-abortion. <laughs> he, he, he's just Mr. Garrison whenever I do it. <laughs> as well as the guy that did Theater Arts 4. Uh, Mr. Schumacher? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Also Mr. Garrison? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, who, who was it that we always... Who was it that we always just... He was just saying their name. Uh, it wasn't like Clark Gable. <laughs> it's Vivian <laughs> Leah, her best. <laughs> Uh, well, I fucking... They're right. implying that he got raped in Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing up there, and this is the first time I've ever auditioned for anything, and he goes, it says on your sheet that you can do voices. So go on. Do a voice. And I was like, uh... Well, like, what do you, what do you, what do you want? Like, what do you mean? And he was like, how about if you're gonna put something on the sheet, you actually know how to do it. This is a lesson for everyone in the auditorium. If you can't do voices, don't write on the sheet that you do voices. And I, at, at that moment... You just hard to tard to tard your way back to your seat. <laughs> I felt like a real hard to tard. <laughs> can, we get, can we get an audition from somebody that is a, a complete hard to tard to tard? Um, I had yet another recurring dream last night of uh, Miss Worley not letting me be in something in choir. God damn it. Uh, and, and I know that she intervened when I auditioned for the role of that fucking Irish cop in Arsenic and Old Lace. Because I got a fucking standing ovation at my audition from the rest of the auditorium. Well, because your, your Irish guy is clearly way better than mine or anybody else's at the time. Yeah. Uh, she hated Arabs. That's it. 
Uh, yeah, that's what it was. And fat people, mostly me. Uh, and Shannon West. <laughs> Satan is a nerd. Uh, anyway, fucking takes one to know one dick face. <laughs> Welcome to Disney's Pleasant and Cousin. Uh, I there. It's been a while since we were in the stooge. Shaggy mm-hmm. Dog was what a month ago. It's nah, three weeks. Yeah, it, well, it feels like it feels like a really long time. Um, I mean, and since then, I've I listened. I listened to Old Yeller. It was good. Mm-hmm. It's a good episode. It's, there was no Deefy in it, but it was a good episode. Uh, and what what I did what I did learn is I had the opportunity listening to Old Yeller to realize, man, if you don't watch the movie, sometimes you don't know what the hell we're talking about. Uh, and so now is a really great time for anyone out there to the, to pause and go ahead and watch Darby O'Gill. Yeah, it's only an people. hour and a half. It's and got, if you're gonna listen to this, then you should watch the movie. It's fucking. It's got a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes. It's Sean Connery's. It's, three people highest, rated it. <laughs> highest rated performance on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, all three ratings were a hundred. Uh, now. So I tried to find what you were talking about on Reddit, re- referring to Darby O'Gill and the Little People, and all I could find was a post on one of the coolest subreddits that I discovered maybe only a month ago, which is Tip of My Tongue. Yeah. Um, which was uh, somebody describing the death coach scene at the end. It's fucking sick. And then somebody being like, it's fucking Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Reddit is amazing. Yeah. The internet detectives chime in instantly. They know exactly what you're fucking talking about, yeah. but they will also be the first... To turn on you immediately. Uh, I have I have never had a post on Reddit that got even a little bit of attention where I didn't have somebody in my DMs telling me that I was either fat or I should kill myself. Uh, every, Those people get downvoted to fuck every though. single time. Yeah, well, the, the people that because you just post on like all right, you the, don't post in like subreddit. No, I post in subreddits. It makes it to all after it hits the front page. Um. But no, there's always there will always be somebody to shoot into your DM to be like you you're a piece of shit. You like the internet is such a negative place to be for no reason. But spent a lot of time on the internet today, and I, I'm really excited to talk about Darby O'Gill and the little people. But before we get into it, since it's been so fucking long since we hung out and got to talk about Disney, I had a little segment right up here at the tippy top that I wanted to call Disney News Dat News, which we've done before. But I got a little bit of Disney news that I wanted to discuss with you. First, not so big. This one's not a huge story, but Sir Elton John has been knocked off his fucking perch uh, by one Lin-Manuel Miranda, who officially has the number one Disney song of all time. Is it We Don't Talk About Bruno? We Don't Talk About Bruno is officially, which, and I had I had no idea. The it, other one was uh, Circle of Life? No. Can You Feel the Love Can You Feel the Love Tonight? You know, I just found out, like, I was like, I had that song in my head and just looked up the lyrics, like, maybe a few months ago. That one or Circle of Life? No, that one. Yeah. Uh, It's The World for Once in Perfect Harmony. The World for World. I, I always thought it was The Woeful Ones. I, I just I just always said, The World for World. You're not as curious as me, then. No, most... Uh, I... I uh, Man... 
you know how I told you I've been listening to Ghost a lot and every now and yeah, then? Yeah, you tell me that every single fucking time I talk to you. That's fine. Yeah, well, maybe you should fucking start listening to Ghost. Ghost kicks ass. But uh, it's one of those things. I've never had a great ear for lyrics, and so lots of times I'll just make noise where the lyric should go. But now that I've been listening to Ghost, I'm doing that in my car, and then the song will be over, and I'll be like, did, did I just pray to the devil? Did I, did I just accidentally summon a demon into my truck? Uh, but most of the time I, ju- I just make up noise. Um, here's a little bit more Diz news for you. Cause, okay, cool. Um, now here, did you think that, uh, let it go was going to be higher on that list? Cause I want to say yeah. that let it go came in at like number four. Where do you think the, uh, you're welcome from Moana lands starring the rock nine, 16. Mm. Number two is, uh. Uh, a whole new world don't you dare close your what about a uh, part of your world that wait uh that's like i think we have what is known as recency bias um what about you got a friend in me there those are all top tenors uh you got a friend in me i want to say is like 12 um well i'm, I'm just gonna but right but now okay wait wait pull it up pull it up and i'm gonna i'm gonna guess all right, all right, that's a good idea. That sounds like fun. Um, while we're on the subject of uh, Irish stuff, um, I told you about when I went to Warp Tour in 2001, and I saw Flogging Molly, and I had never heard of them before. I was a total poser to even be at Warp Tour in 2001. Um, but Ben Thompson had given me, you know, some punk mixtapes, CDs, if you will. And I saw Flogging Molly and I thought they were awesome because they were. And so I bought, um, a t-shirt and the band was small enough at that point to where you could walk up to them and they were cool enough to where not that many people were walking up to them and they all signed my t-shirt. Sick. I still have it. Yeah. It's pretty faded, but, um, <laughs> so I go to the CD warehouse on Collins next to the Arby's. Yeah. You remember it? Oh yeah. Oh, I remember um, it. And I get in there and I'm looking for flogging. Alex Negra used to work there. Yeah. Um, I go up to the front desk cause I can't find flogging Molly in the CDs. And I say, not, do you have any flogging Molly CDs? For some reason I said, do you know who flogging Molly is? <laughs> And he looks at me like the fucking comic book store guy in The Simpsons and goes, no, but you obviously do. (laughs) And I look down and realize I'm wearing the shirt signed by the band. (laughs) And I just wanted to crawl into a hole. I just Just wanted to crawl into a pile of clovers and die. Let me out out of this fucking place. All right, here we go. And they did have fucking Flogging Molly Swagger, which I bought then. Great album. Great album. Great fucking album. Uh, all right, so we already know. Okay, okay uh, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. All right, we know number one is We Don't Talk About Bruno. We know number two is Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And we know number three is A Whole New World. And that number four is Let It Go. Right? Okay. All right, so all right, what, do you uh, think, what do you think is the final song in the, on top the Disney five? Top Five? Mm. Is it Beauty and the Beast? It's not. Is that one pretty high? You know, uh, it's number six. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good then. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. What else? What else? What else was like super fucking iconic? 
I mean, I kind of want, like, Circle of Life was up there. You know, you'd think so? What's number five? Uh, Well, number five is, uh, I can't see the feeling fruit sky in a beer blue moon and tell the roaring thunder. Oh, Colors of the Wind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like fucking Vanessa or, uh. Vanessa Williams. Vanessa yeah. Williams. Colors yeah. of the Wind. Uh, Circle of Life, uh, number eight. Number eight, okay. Number eight. So we're looking for number seven then. Uh, yeah, throw, uh, throw number seven at me. What do you think it is? Can you give me a decade? The, this, this current decade. It is a current decade track, yeah. How far I'll go? No. Hmm. Um. It's this decade. Yeah. Like it's after 2020? Yeah. Is it into the unknown? Nope. Um, what else was big and I, I is it um, is it surface pressure? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah. It, it, that's a good sound. Also, yeah, that chick is hot. It uh, sings it. The fucking the big sister. Yeah, her name's Jessica Darrow, and she's like a little pixie punk girl, like yeah. Cuban American chick. Um, not the character in the movie. Then, yeah, no, not the character in the movie. Why would I be saying? I've seen the movie. You know, I've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> All right, so that there's your. Uh, mm. No, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, okay, okay. So we know number eight is Circle of Life. Uh. Number nine. Ooh, number nine's a good sound. Is it the Family Magic Doll? No. So the there's no more in Conto. No more in Conto. No more in Conto in the top ten. This is a tough one because it's right. It's it's right at that time when you might have been watching Disney movies and you might not have been watching Disney movies. Okay, Tangled wasn't really on the radar. That's when I like definitely wasn't watching Disney movies. Yeah, that was a definitely not watching Disney movies. I also didn't watch Tangled. Mm. So I'm thinking times that I'm probably not watching Disney movies is like 2000s, like when I'm in like high school, and maybe for the next like 10 years. Can you give me a year? Because um, I, I, otherwise I'm just going to throw in the towel. Um, Maybe I can. Yeah, 1997. Hmm. 97, I feel like that was like... Oh, is it... Who I Am Inside by the, the Milan song? Nope. Uh, is it, it can't be anything from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Is from the Hunchback of Notre Dame, bud. This song is fucking good. That movie's good. That movie's good. You got it yet? This isn't even in the movie. Uh, this version's not in the movie. This movie, this version's in the credits. You want to hear the version that's in the movie and not the Michael Bolton version? 
celebrate the guy's entire collection. When he sings a man, when he sings when a man loves a woman, for me it doesn't get any better. My aunt Pam will slide out of her chair when he sings that song. Michael Bolton gets my aunt Pam so fucking moist. All slicked up like Pam. Um, I had some people speaking of things that remind me of Michael Bolton. Um, I had some people um, at, at my restaurant the other day. We we get a lot of people that are about to go see shows. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, hey, you want some more booze? You want some heavier food? You know, it's like, oh, no, we're about to go see a show at the Tobin. I was like, oh, cool. What, what are you going to see? They're like, oh, we're going to see Kenny G. And I was like, I, I love the Tobin. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I'm not going to lie. This song is not in the Hunchback of Notre Dame. It is. Here, it sounds like this. They didn't put it in the movie. It's an outtake. They relegated it to the credits. I don't know that that's true. What's it called? Go the distance. No, that's not in the movie. At the far off place, a great warm welcome. That's not in the movie. You don't think so? I know it's not. I know that movie like the back of my hand. And you don't remember him singing this song? Absolutely. I do not remember. That's not even Quasimodo. Oh, this is from Hercules. Oh, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> That's definitely when I wasn't watching Disney yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... You said The Hunchback of Notre Dame, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is Hercules. This song is not in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. You're right about that. I'm, right. I'm so sorry. Uh, this my... is a good song, though. This is a good song. Uh, also, one of the best. Oh, wait. This part's good. Hold on. We don't need to do this. We don't need to do this. All right, fine. It just this song gets me hyped. Anyway, uh, so that was that was actually that was a little. You know how much of Sleeping Beauty was me cutting out just you playing a song that got you hyped? Uh, a lot. Apparently, a too lot much. I bet the people would have really liked it. You, we are not a fucking radio station that just can play songs. We can play songs. No, we can't. Hey, listen. Also, Tim, all you got to do, you want to know how you get away with playing songs? You know what, Tim? That's a good song. Now we're now we're reviewing the song. We don't know that. That's we just re- we are reviewing this song. Uh, so anyway, uh, so uh, another piece of Diz news. A uh, friend of the show and uh, and old Yeller co-host Kevin Corcoran um, went to Disneyland recently. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just got back last week, and while he was gone, um, I texted him and said, uh, "Hey, while you're there, grab me some of that sweet Disneyland pussy." <laughs> uh i said um what did he bring back uh so then uh or i said get some of that sweet disneyland pussy for me or something and um he comes back and i see him on the patio i'm like hey uh you get some of that disneyland pussy for me he's like god no i was like you get you get some some of that wife pussy or anything he's like no god no he's like <laughs> no she only stopped talking to me like three times <laughs> but apparently we have to go and we have to do the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance thing. I hear, I hear really good things about that. I'm not <laughs> And he also said uh, he was surprised that he didn't run into any crazy right wingers. You know, was he at Disneyland or Disney World? Well, that's that's this that's where this is going. I said you went to Disneyland in California. 
I was like, yeah, those those guys are going to be at Disney World with their fan boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the uh, let's let's get into that a little bit. That's the second piece of Dis news. Uh, so Governor DeSantis didn't he just like declare himself Emperor of Florida or something? Kind of. He's like, I whatever I write into law is now decreed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he fucking uh, they gave him the power to draw up the fucking district maps. Oh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Which is essentially makes him God Emperor. Yes. Uh, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. But the, the second most ridiculous thing in the world is uh, he recently passed the uh, Don't Say Gay Bill. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, which, and so the, the previous Disney news was Disney got caught supporting uh, quite a few anti LGBTQ uh, uh, organizations. Disney and, is all about fucking money, dude. All about money. And, and by organizations, I mean uh, politicians. Uh, and then they caught, they got, uh, so governor DeSantis, the God emperor of Florida, uh, passes his don't say gay bill, uh, and Disney knowing full goddamn well who their audience is, has been fighting back on that. Uh, remember this is the company that, uh, that has a, a gay day at the park. Mm -hmm. And Uh, they have for years and years. And my mom was against it in the nineties. Disney took personally fired Tommy Kirk just for the the innocent crime of having sex with a 15-year-old boy at a Burbank pool. The, the, the very innocent crime of having sex. We don't, yeah. we don't what need a fair-weather friend. We don't, <laughs> we don't need to get into it. Uh, so the – man, Walt was able – in the swamps of Florida, Walt was able to get rid of swampland, right? He built, he built his masterpiece in a swamp. There are no mosquitoes at Disney World. He got rid of mosquitoes. There are no gators at Disney World except that one gator that ate that kid a few years back. You remember that? Walt didn't build Disney World at all. Walt was dead as fuck by the time. No, no, no. Walt wasn't dead when... Disney World. Yeah. Walt Walt was still a big piece of Disney World. Yes. I thought Disney World was built in the 80s. No. 60s? 70s? 70s. Okay. Easy. Walt was dead by... 64. Walt died in 64? Yeah. Walt, he, he died during the Jungle no, 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 Book. No, 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 no. I don't know when fucking Disney World opened, but Walt was definitely a part of it. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. You want to bet? Six bucks. Two bucks. Two bucks. All right. Two bucks and and a can of Red Dog. And you definitely, you're making the sausage either way, but a Red Dog. Remember Red Dog? Yeah, that's, Kevin? that's why the bet, if whoever wins actually has to find a can of Red Dog, you might have to get on the internet for it. Okay. Walt Disney was alive to help design Disney World. <clears throat> All right, here we go. This is going to be very, very easy. Oh, we're looking it up right now? When did Disney World open in Florida? Walt Disney World Resort opened October 1st, 1971. Okay. What, when did Walt Disney die? When did Walt Disney die? 1966. Did Walt Disney design Disney World? <laughs> Fine, fuck it. The Disney, I don't. We, we'll get into. We'll, you have to get a can of Red Dog from I'll the internet. Find, you, find us a can of. Red and Dog. I don't want a. I don't want a can. I want sure. a fucking quart. So the I one, want a bottled quart. Well, well. Let me step back my statement. Walt might not have gotten rid of mosquitoes, but the Disney Corporation <laughs> sure fucking did. Uh, but what they couldn't get rid of, Floridians, and they have come out in fucking droves to just be absolute fucking assholes about this whole man thing. i used to think florida was about fucking hawaiian shirts and dolphins and fucking flip-flops no it is about being a pedophile that calls democrats pedophiles it is about fucking uh 
It is about fucking alligators and your sister. It is about methamphetamine, and it is about Donald Trump. I hate Florida. I hate it. Man, I, best I, beach I, I, I've ever been to. Sure. Best beach I've ever been to, Madeira Beach in Florida. We could watch little clams suck up water as the uh, as the water goes around. You, see, little here, fish swimming around your feet. Here, that's part of why I hate Florida so much. My family, you want shittier beaches? My family lives in Florida. There are beautiful beaches in Florida. Disney World is in Florida. Fucking Hogwarts is actually in Florida, uh, but it's so full of. Floridians, humidity, and and plants that make my legs break out in rashes. Guess what else is? Guess what else is full of all that shit? It's fucking Texas, man. Sure, 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 sure. But I've you I've, gotta you gotta be the moth that goes around the uh, I, the blue light. You know, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because you can write fucking. Maybe, maybe there's just more news stories about Florida. I, I've been in Texas a long time. It's nothing like what I've seen in Florida. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, uh, so Texas and Florida, neither one of which are are the focus of our show today. We are going to the uh, the, the the verdant moors of Ireland. Har har tar A flute just chimed in on the Hercules song that's on repeat <laughs> yeah. when you said har tar tar. It's our it's our uh, it's the school. I think I'm, we found the title of our episode. Har tar tar. I'm I'm uh, I'm scoring the episode. I've been listening. I've been listening <laughs> to turn, a lot of. Just turn it off. Turn I've been it listening off. to it, a it, lot it, of podcasts. It actually makes scores. it a lot a lot harder for me to edit and probably harder for the people to listen. Um and. To get back to your point about so, watching watching the movie before listening to the show, at the end of the show, I will be announcing what our next show is. Uh, because I did have one loyal fan that always texts me going, what's the next movie going to be? And so, for her sake, if her sake alone, we will be announcing what our next movie is at the end of the show. From here on out. Okay. It'll uh, always, it, I feel like it's always going to be a surprise to me. This one was a surprise. So in, in my layman's understanding, I kind of skimmed the surface and wrote jokes for this one. But uh, I would say that it, Walt went to Ireland and got a boner for Ireland and wanted to, to make a movie. Um, this is based on H.T. Kavanaugh's uh, Darby O'Gill stories, which I... I, I didn't read shit of them. I, I I didn't look at them. I don't even know who H.T. Morgan is. Neither do I. I don't know if that's a... I mean, there's got to be somebody named H.T. Morgan, but is that a thing? What did what was it? What did you say the dude's name was? H.T. Kavanaugh. A oh, H.T. Kavanaugh. Edit point here. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't all be constantly perfect, Tim. And A number one. Edit point here. Uh, what a H.C. Kavanaugh is an Irish writer that wrote um wrote these Darby O'Gill stories in Ireland in like the thirties. They were gonna be a cartoon. This was gonna be a cartoon. There was I tried I tried to gift you the official Darby O'Gill comic book. There's a Darby O'Gill comic book. Yeah. How'd you How'd you like this movie, Tim? Like I said, I really just wanted to fap and nap after I ate my fajitas. <laughs> um, I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, I thought Sean Connery was a big, handsome piece of shit in it. <laughs> I didn't think that he was very good, and uh, and but I thought I thought um, 
I absolutely loved Albert Sharp. Fucking stellar. And King Brian. <laughs> loved him. Also, I just the absolutely loved his King name. Brian. No. You got to see the credits for King Brian, but originally King Brian was 100% uncredited. Really? Yeah, Walt wanted people to think that the leprechauns were real, so oh, none, yeah, of, yeah. none of them were in the credits. And oh he starts this... Okay, so that's what I was going to talk about with the with the dedication in the beginning. He wanted you to think that leprechauns are real. So that was him trying to be like, we we wanted to thank that no, little people of real, Ireland. No, we real leprechauns, guys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, that... I shit you not. That's why fucking DV. That's why that, that shit is in the beginning, yeah, huh? Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, King Brian, yeah. King Brian, his name is Brian Connors. Which is like, it's it's funny because it's the most normal-ass sounding American guy <laughs> name. Uh, and that's just, that's how Irish, you know, that's how Irish all of white people that, you know, yeah. populate the U.S. are now. Yeah, so uh, you didn't actually. My name's actually... Mitch Connor. Neither one of us has actually seen the original Darby O'Gill and the Little People. What we've seen and uh, is the, if you think Han shooting first is... We don't talk about Brian. ...is controversial. Uh, this re-release, which is what is on Disney+, Plus, has a lot of people steamed. Because uh, if you thought King Brian, uh, what's his name? James O... Jim O... Jim O... Jim O something... Jimmy O'Shea. Is that real? I think so. Okay, cool. I think you're right. Yeah, very Irish name. Uh, he put on one hell of a performance. And what's the name of Darby? Uh, Albert Al Sharp. Albert Sharp. Uh, they both put in a stellar performance. And we only got to see half of it because when this bad boy came out, the audiences were like, what? What did that Irish person say? There's a lot of Irish jargon that's still in this. Yeah. What did that? What's a scut? What did that Scottish person just say? What did all these? What did all these Europeans just fucking say to me? I can't understand any of these words. So they re-recorded it. Uh, Is that why the lips look kind of weird? Yeah, that's why the lips look kind of weird. So uh, apparently, and this is the Reddit, the Reddit hole that I got sucked into is, you remember that thing that everyone did where half of the Disney movies that you watched over and over and over again were uh, feloniously recorded onto a blank VHS tape by your parents? Yeah. We all had felonious VHS tapes of Disney movies, right? My dad had two VCRs stacked on top of each other. So that Yeah, so that you could fucking steal TV shows off of the TV. Blockbuster. FBI. Guess what, Blockbuster FBI? Blockbuster pays for itself, baby. You'll have, you will have to arrest all of us, because all of us had... You, you had a stack of, like, five movies that were recorded off the Disney Channel. No, I had a stack of five movies that were um, that were bought in the store. And you didn't even have the fucking... Okay, so maybe me... Although we okay, did, so this, we did. This, okay, fine, I'll quit saying you. This story is about me. I had a fucking stack of, like, you have these... You don't even have the Disney Channel. You've got the, hey, here's a free week of the Disney Channel. And when you find out that free week of the Disney Channel is coming out, you buy a bunch of blank tapes and you record... Like a madman. We had Rock and Rhyme starring fucking Paul Simon, which I still have not been able to find on Disney Plus, and I cannot fucking wait. That is the greatest Disney movie of all time. Uh, but we all had felonious VHS tapes, and so you had the five that you watched over and over again, which is why Rock and Rhyme is so important to me. It seems like you should go to a monastery to be a felonious monk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, edit point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can both be jerks about good jokes. <laughs> uh, uh, 
<laughs> you've got this. You've yeah, got, you've got these fucking VHS tapes. Well, people, some people weren't watching. Uh, uh, the, the movie's li- about a dog, but these two are the ones that can't stop slobbering. <laughs> uh, uh, I had the Little Mermaid and Rock and Rhyme. A lot of people on Reddit grew up watching Darby O'Gill taped off of the Disney Channel, and they remember. Where the- did you find this? Because I, I put in Darby O'Gill and like. The search bar and I was I when I do my research, Tim, I get deep. <laughs> I don't even remember where to find I you know what? It was a click. It was a click from a click from a click. So it goes IMDB, IMD will take me to Wikipedia. From Wikipedia, I'll start checking sources from sources, I'll get linked to new sources. Uh, and then it, I, it eventually always leads to Reddit. Little all, bit, little bit, little bit of how the uh, the kill bosses made. All roads lead to Reddit, but there are so many people out there who their VHS tape was Darby O'Gill, and when they heard this on Disney Plus, they were like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! What the fuck is that?" And from what I could find on Reddit, the number one agreement is the worst part about them re-recording slightly more Americanized versions. And then that's what we get on Disney Plus is apparently King Brian and Darby put in even better performances than they already did. And they fucking both brought it home, brother. Like these guys. This is incredible. Yeah, Yeah. they're all clearly classically trained actors who got their start on the stage because that's what Disney loved to do. He's going to plays and he's like. That guy's good. Five-year contract. That guy's good. Five-year contract. He's picking people up. Yeah, that's the- what he did with Annette Funicello that's when she was 12. Uh, that is what he did with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Janet-, Janet Monroe. Yeah, Janet Monroe. It's what it's what he did with, with all the of very, them. The very, very short-lived Janet Monroe. She, what was she like? 38. 38, yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Man, I'd love. I really kind of wanna. I, if I, I, if I can find a VHS copy of this thing, I'm getting it because I want to see how much well, different it is. See if you can get it from the same purveyor that you get your Red Dog Court from. <laughs> you mean Amazon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I know Amazon's gonna have some Red Dog. No, but I tried it. to find you that comic book though. But uh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna slap it in your lap as we were. Uh... As we were recording this, but I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I, I slap it in my lap. Do you mean hit me in the nuts? Because you've been ending a lot of episodes by hitting me in the nuts lately. <laughs> this, this, I, they've both been accidents. Neither has been an accident. First one was an accident. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It sure didn't feel like an accident. It was pretty dead on. That's when you said you were gonna, you, you were shitting yourself. Um. Ah, uh, no, but I thought I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Is uh. This is the re-recording catering to the uh, the American idiot. So, so in catering to the American idiot, when you really think about it, how fucked up is it that Disney actually believed that, that Disney actually believed uh, that he could just tell Americans that leprechauns were real and he filmed them and know that that was actually gonna fucking fly? Maybe he did have a hand in Florida. <laughs> Welcome to Disney Plus and Cussin. My name is Ron DeSantis, <laughs> Governor of Florida. I like, I, I like, uh, what was it, King Deefy of the Micro Penis? <laughs> it was, it was better than that. Uh, Deefy O'Gill and the Little Penis. Deefy O'Gill and the Little Penis. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um. So Albert Sharp, classically trained actor. This is. I want to talk a little bit about Sean Connery. This movie made me, well, 
actually the Wikipedia article made me appreciate Sean Connery more. Uh, this movie made me long for just like just get into Bond, man. Just become James Bond, please. And by the end, spoiler alert, by the end of the movie, he does. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. So this movie landed him that role. Yeah, so uh, Connery was um, a stage actor. He got some camp, uh, some some bit parts. Um, I read a story, and I'm not going to get into the the specifics of it too big. But like, can you imagine like a um, a late '50s gang of hoods in uh, in London, like some tough guys? Yeah. So they apparently they follow him, and they're harassing him, and then he turns around and. Uh, and does something that could only like be described as like out of a cartoon with the description where he like grabs one by the neck and grabs one by the arm and then clunks their heads together yeah. and like beats up like six guys and then he was well respected by the gang and got got known as a uh, quote unquote hard man. Um, that just me Shelley, me a quote unquote hard man. You know he what I'm was saying? staying with he basically he was a big dumb good looking guy yeah. and then he was staying with another actor who turned him on to an intellectual that started giving him like books to read and movies to watch and stuff and um and Shelley Winters went and visited that house and said that he was the tallest and most masculine looking specimen that she'd ever seen you think Sean Connery smells good I'll bet he smells powerful he looks like he's like I'm, not anymore no he's dead as fuck spoiler alert uh Sean Connery, Sean Connery looks like he smells like I wish I smelled, like kind of bad and kind of good at the same time. But when they mix together, you're it's just, just like, straight man. Just fucking Sean Connery smells like a man. Smells like a man. He smells. He smells, he smells like a man, and he doesn't sound like an Irishman no matter how much he tries. I'm not Irish. I won't even try. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am having trouble. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> it just made me think you said I'm having trouble tying my tie. Never I've now. got an interview at nine. <laughs> and I have to Uber to get there. <laughs> Could have rhymed. And wish that you had fucking rhymed. We're already doing the wishing song. Um and then yeah, so this this is like his start that gets him into the Bond movies that get other actor or other directors picking him for other stuff, right? But early Sean Connery is just fucking James Bond. Yeah. Um, and then I'm doing that thing that I do as I get older where I'm like, is that person actually a good actor now that I'm looking back on it? Like, looking her- back at him, I wonder if Sean Connery was ever a good uh, I did it with Denzel Washington the other day. What 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 made you think about Denzel? Is he actually a good actor? Or is he the same fucking thing in every single movie that he's in? Did you think that because of the speech he was giving on Instagram in some viral video? No, I think he's probably a fucking tool in real life. But like, so's probably a lot of people. Everybody, we're all tools in real life. Being alive is hard. Um. Actually, let's not. Let's not. We we can talk about this later. All right, Google, Google, Google. Um, oh yeah. So uh, so uh, Walt Disney has just tried to trick you into believing that leprechauns are real by signing his name to a lie. I thought that I was going to bring that up in this in this show as a joke, but that's a thing. Yeah, 
it's an actual dedication to Brian of Nakashigi Nok- Nok- or whatever, which sounds just like somewhere in Kentucky. Yeah. Nakashigi. Nakashigi. Welcome to Disney Plus and in Cussin, and I'm Deefy of Nakashigi. And I'm going to stick to the name that I gave in the beginning, which is Timmy O. Hussein again. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's funny every time. This is 1959's Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Walt's Love Letter to Ireland. Um, this is an Oliver Wallace joint. Oliver Wallace wrote all of the music, including the not the wishing song, but the I'm an Irish girl. I want to fuck an Irish girl, whatever. You want to fuck an Irish girl? Have you ever done it? I do it multiple times a week. Ash is Irish? Mm-hmm. Those titties bounce to that shit. Yeah. Um, I just assumed that uh, Irish women fuck you by hitting you over the head with a glass of cranberry juice and calling you a pussy. Yeah. That's how Irish women fuck. That ain't it. I love that scene. I've always, I was always like, after I saw that, I was like, man, that's what I'm going to do to somebody that disrespects me at a bar. Yeah. And I was like, that'll get you sent to prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a cool ass scene. What are you in your period? Yeah. Yeah. And he like kind of sits there for a second, like in a nodding. Yeah. Fucking cool ass scene. It's... And then the guy's like, I'm the guy that says who you can hit and who you can't hit. Yeah. Now that ain't necessarily somebody that you can't hit, but it's getting there. Yeah. It's a cool movie. It's a good movie. We should watch that when this is done. Cool. Yeah. But let's do this. Let's, okay. let's put our energy into this <laughs> and not the hopes and dreams of watching The Departed. So, okay, one more one more piece of history. You remember how I told you that this movie was re-recorded? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also renamed. The original title was uh, Darby O'Gill and the Dirty Fucking Midgets. <laughs> uh, but uh, you can't put that on. Uh, you can't put that on Disney Plus anymore. So they had to yeah. change the title to Darby O'Gill and the Little People because it's more politically correct. Yeah, Darby way. O'Gill and the. <laughs> <laughs> Dedicated to King Brian of Nakashiga by Walt Disney. Um, an official, okay, uh, so we open up on, um, a lovely Irish homestead and a lovely girl inside. Fuck, this place is cool. Looking. Yeah. Like, Kate, these sets look fucking awesome. What- Katie O'Gill, um, taking care of her place and we get, okay, did you see, uh, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? I, first season, fantastic. Sure, the the her landlady. <laughs> okay, that's that's um, the widow Sugru, Sugru. The the bitch who won't get out of my fucking cupboards. Yeah, the the fucking metal the 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 busybody, the town busybody yeah. that's coming don't, in. Don't you open my goddamn drawers? Yeah, yeah you don't need sugar. You you came yeah. here for fucking tea. Yeah, your dad sure is rich, huh? Mm-hmm. Close my cupboards, lady. Uh, can we talk about Janet Monroe for just a second? Yes. Uh, so, in my Reddit, in my Reddit hole, one you can't leave Reddit without finding a really great conspiracy theory. Uh, and Janet Monroe, just like everybody else, um, was one of those women who. Walt, Jamie, have him get up on that mic. W- when uh, Walt 
fell in love with with somebody else on the stage, right? He goes to a place. He's Janet Monroe. He's like fucking sign her shit to five years. Janet Monroe's haircut looks like bitches today. Yeah, and she looks great. Sure, she's I uh. Because remember that that time in the long, long ago when we did Swiss Family Robinson? Mm-hmm. Like, Who's that pirate girl? That's uh, Janet Monroe, right? Uh, that was your second. That I want to go back and listen to that episode. I wonder if it's any good. I think it is. I bet it probably pretty we good. We did it in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> we ripped those sheets, yeah. bud. Uh, that's true. We did rip the sheets, but I'm reeling after I said it. I, I, I'm realizing after I said it. It just what, sounds like we're fucking. <laughs> it's like we're fucking real yeah. hard, man. Uh, we weren't fucking. Uh Anyway, uh, she she signs a five picture deal, but she only gets to make four, because uh, it's the same thing the Disney companies doing now is they take a pretty girl while she's young, and then she starts to get a little bit famous, and and then she is also growing up, and she doesn't want to be the Disney good girl anymore. And Janet Moreau did the same thing that every girl uh, who's been on Disney has been doing. Uh, Time immemorial. Forever and ever, amen. And she tried to make some sexy movies, not like porn or nothing, but like you know, she tried to she tried to be in more adult roles, like scary movies or serious movies, but things where she got her tits out a little bit, you know? like like actually got her tits not out, not all the way out, but it bikinis, low cut sure, dresses, okay. things of that nature, right, right, right. Uh, well, it didn't work out for her too well. Now she was she was uh, at one point nominated for a BAFTA, you know, the British Oscars. She she got a Golden Globe for her perform- she, performance she got a Golden in Globe this, yeah. For this movie, yeah, she's a she's a fantastic actress and she was beautiful, but the people didn't take to her in adult roles. And then, you know, she did the whole like it's just now the early 60s. I'm going to get divorced after just a few years and then she has a second marriage. Uh it was also public knowledge that she had a couple of miscarriages, which back then was also something you didn't talk about and got her fucking, mm, things aren't going too well. So the alcohol kicked in, right? So she's got two not awesome marriages. Uh, she's got the miscarriages. She's got the people aren't watching her movies. And and eh, she, she might pick up the bottle a little bit for it. Well, she dies in a hotel. She dies. She dies in a in a in an ambulance from the hotel. Cause of death essentially a heart attack. Right. That's what's on the that's what's on the paperwork. Mm-hmm. But the story was. If you're gonna tell me she died of a broken heart, I'm gonna punch you in the balls right now and not wait till the end of the episode. <laughs> no, the story was she choked while she was drinking tea. She choked on a tea bag, and then that caused a heart attack, and then she died in the fucking ambulance. You think Walt eighty sixter? Uh. No, I think her fucking husband might have, though. But no, who fucking chokes drinking tea? No matter how fucking drunk you are, have you ever choked drinking a glass of tea? I've never choked in my life. That led to... She's a... She's, uh, other than... she, I, Sure, she's been drinking a lot, but she's only 38. She dies from a fucking heart attack. You saw the lady. She was fucking healthy. You know what I'm saying? Heart attack from drinking a fucking cup of tea? No, 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 no. But she's dead. This is this is this is the stuff of Reddit. At, at thirty eight years young, yeah, this is the stuff of Reddit. But I'm bought in a little bit. Well, <clears throat> she here. she's twenty years young here in in the in the film uh, with uh, the 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 widow Shugru borrow, borrow a cup of Shugru, um, and we find out that basically Darby O'Gill is the viceroy or representative of the Lord Fitzpatrick. 
Who doesn't yeah. even sound a little bit Irish? No, uh, he sounds like a fucking Englishman. Yeah, and those chops, though, buddy. Those chops. Those chops are there. Yeah. Um, Darby O'Gill is kind of fucking off on his duties of handling the gatehouse of the town. He shows up with Sean Connery in tow, Michael McBride, a Dublin man. And um, is looking for Darby. Katie intercepts them and says, uh, Darby's out uh, definitely tending to... The fields or the, 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 you know what? Darby was all like, Hey, <laughs> I need to cut the grass because this grass is long and I want the grass to be great for the Lord. Uh, but my scythe is a little bit dull, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get it sharpened. Scythe, scythe is the thing that, uh, the, that cuts grass and the, the Grim Reaper wields. Uh-huh. Uh, scythe is what Raphael holds. Uh, no, I think you're thinking. Opa Gangnam style. Do you want it? You want to do it? You want to do it, right? Yeah. I do. Go ahead, do okay. it. Go on. I'll give you that. <laughs> You're like, I can see you like pleading with me. <laughs> you just want this show to be successful, businessmen. Very good. Very, very good. Make you happy? Yes, it really made me so happy. (laughs) Thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, So, yeah, so he went to go get his scythe sharpened. Um, But he's at the bar. So he is a storyteller. Um, It it, it fits with his archetype that he's like a fucking silly old drunk. Uh, But he he's not a drinking man. He's just a he's just a raving lunatic. He's hanging out. Man, if only (laughs) if only the people in Beauty and the Beast took to Belle's dad the way these people take. You said it. You said it before I could. But uh, you might call this crazy old Maurice the movie. (laughs) <laughs> you had the same thought yeah great absolutely minds, great minds great minds think alike there i didn't i didn't write that down i just had that thought right now i i need to tell you one more one more tidbit of history mm-hmm. you remember when i told you that this movie was going to be called darby o'gill and the fucking midgets <laughs> yeah. that was that was just a joke the original title for this movie was uh darby o'gill and the holy shit everybody has really bad teeth <laughs> yeah uh, but I, that was that was actually just a working title. Because everybody in this bar has terrible fucking. Yeah, teeth I, even, I mean Sean Connery's got like some the best teeth there's, in the movie, and, the and they're not th- that great. No, there's like there's like a there's like something black in them, like at the very bottom. You ever notice that in everybody in this movie looks like they've got their bottom teeth glued in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, so basically, the widow Sugru's in there saying. You need a man, honey. You're going to lose your market. Yeah. Little does she know she fucking brought Sean goddamn... Con- he, the, the Lord brought Sean Connery with him, but she's trying to sell that him... That spells trouble for the Widow Sugru because tr- she she's wants... She's trying to sell Pony. She wants to pawn off Pony. Fuck Pony. Pony is a dickhead. Fuck Pony. Um, But I want to go to the bar where when you're being an asshole... 
It's like, hey, buddy, you can't drink whiskey anymore. Here's a stout. Here's yeah, you <laughs> can't have any more whiskey. You that's absolutely fucking racist. Here's an eight percent stout. Yeah, that um, I feel like I feel like that little part of the movie was a little Irish people drink like fucking Irish people uh, joke. I think you're wrong. I think you, that that's you, when you're when you're in Ireland uh, when you're cut off, you get beer. All right, That's so a, <laughs> no one drinks more than Irish fucks. So actually, no one drinks more than American fucks. That's now. Did you know Americans drink more wine than French people? Yeah, I. I, I mean, that makes sense. Learned uh, that today the, on TikTok. Americans drink for drunkenness. French drink to accompany their meals. Oh yeah, you work at a French restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out French wine pretty good. Yeah, uh, but. We're talking about 1930 right here. We didn't have high ABV beer. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now. I've been to Europe. It is really fucking hard to get drunk in England. I don't know about Ireland. I've never been there. Well, if you're buying liquor. No, 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 no. Well, the even then. So if, if you're going to drink liquor in England, you need to take shots. And you need to take shots in between. I think your you're beers. going to a fucking tourist ass fucking. No, 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 no. We we steered clear of tourist locations quite often to get fucking beers, right? Like we're going to really old pubs where people all stop talking and look at you when you walk in because you're not supposed to fucking be there. But that's the thing is like most of their beer is like three or four percent. It's like Oklahoma. We we went to we went to a touristy spot, and we ordered some fucking like we ordered an American beer. Some I want to say it was Ballast Head IPA, uh, and they were like, "You need to be careful, mate. That's six percent." Like, oh no, a warm six yeah. percent IPA. I don't need a bit of lager. But yeah. ev- no, everything is like everything is heavy as fuck. And it's like 3%. You drink a pint and you're just like, God damn it, I'm full. So I'm going to switch to gin. But then, like, the a, a measured shot in America, like, most places you go to, you're going to get a 1.5 to 1.75 pour of liquor. Like, ounces. One, one point five, one and a half to 1.75 ounces of liquor. When you're in Europe, they give you, like, 0.75 for a double. Oh, God. Uh, but they'd use some metric system bullshit. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to drink gin and tonics all night because we're in jolly old fucking England, right? Well, a gin and tonic in England is like half an ounce of gin and a whole fucking glass of tonic water and orange peels and shit everywhere, everywhere. Eventually we learned, oh, French people drink wine because beer doesn't get you drunk. It just gets you fat. <laughs> it gets mm. you fat as fuck, boy. Uh, but you know it doesn't get you fat. Irish whiskey. Want to do a shot of it? Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This is tasty. It's a tasty yeah, whiskey. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's honestly really, really nice to not be drinking Malort. Fuck you. It's really, really nice to not be drinking Malort. <laughs> the the views and opinions expressed on Disney Plus and Cousin do not necessarily represent those of the successful businessmen media network or its conglomerate. You stand over Malort all the time, but I mean, even Malort admits that Malort tastes like fucking shit. What's this called? Slain. Slain. Slain some tang. I was that's pre- nice. I was prepared for Malort, but that's really good. Yeah, I was prepared for Malort, too. <laughs> I was but, prepared for my body to recoil in horror. No, but instead it was like, mmm, yummy. 
So Pony's a dickhead. Yeah, fuck Pony, right? Uh, no, but really, fuck Pony, right? Yeah, Pony's terrible. He's rude um, as fuck. And he this gets- is this is. I mean, this is something that we see. I had to explain nuance to you on the episode of Sleeping Beauty. The word nuance. Yeah, I was so drunk I didn't know what a nuance was. Yeah. God damn it, Christopher. Well, but Darby O'Gill is is railing off his tale about his encounter with the king of the leprechauns, whose name is Brian Connors. <laughs> Sean Connor's dad from the hit movie Terminator and Terminator 2, Lost in New York. And I just really like the relationship that the, – the frenemy relationship that uh, that King Brian and Darby have. Do you think they want to kiss a little bit? No. At any point, are you like, these two dudes are going to kiss each other? No, I think that they're going to kill one another. I think uh, – honest to God, man, I think – Darby O'Gill loves King Brian, and King Brian loves Darby O'Gill more than either of them have loved anyone in their long five thousand. Well, because they're it's not driven by sexuality; it's driven by trickery. They're both tricksters, and but they they both love. I don't, and we really don't need to go down this road. It you you can't believe this. No, no, no. I do believe this. Honestly, I think I think that Darby O'Gill is King Brian's best friend. Darby, o- Darby O'Gill is the only person in the world that King Brian really likes. It's fucking lonely. Well, it's an adversarial relationship. No, he calls I... him his adversary. Sure, 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 sure. They're, they're, they're nemeses. They're, he's his foil. They love each but other. But Darby, Darby creates, he spins the yarns that keep King Brian in the minds of all the people. Are you talking about how Santa Claus exists because I believe Santa Claus exists and Slenderman exists because those fucking little girls believe that Slenderman exists? I guess I am. I ever have I ever have I ever told you about how I genuinely believe that Slenderman exists because we believe in him? Yes. Okay, cool. So in this story, he says, I'm gonna get my wishes out of you, you little fucker. You piece <laughs> of shit little person. Uh it is it is definitely a like you corner him and you trick him. It's like Coyote and Roadrunner type shit, it, sure, sure. right? It's you Batman and Joker. It's Batman and Joker more than it is Coyote and Roadrunner. One cannot survive without the oh. other. But see, 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 see. Darby gets three wishes. First, he wishes for health. Yeah. Second, he wishes for a big old crop of potatoes. Hey, how many potatoes does it take to kill an Irishman? Zero. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three, he wishes for a crock of gold. And then King Brian offers him his fourth wish. And Darby wishes for purely you know crocks what? of gold for his friends. I want all my friends to get crocks of gold. Yeah. Yeah. And then if we had a Darby O'Gill, maybe maybe Darby O'Gill's wish is, is what's happening to cause all the inflation these days. <laughs> um, uh. Four, you lose them all. I, I can't remember the rhyme, but you lose them all. I feel like I I feel like at one point I wrote down where the rhyme was, but I didn't. Uh, so he loses them all. He, he loses he, them all. He curses uh, King I think, Brian. I think the rhyme was something like, uh, "One wish for you is super cool. Two wishes, two, and even three. Four wishes, bud. Fuck you." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Your shit's gone. Um, you got Father Murphy. No, 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 no. So, 
so there's this notion that um hey listen don't tell father murphy but this is where we're gonna get our money from we're gonna get some leprechauns and it'll be fine well we're just gonna give some of that money to the church and this is devil tainted gold it's don't tell father murphy yeah uh but in this moment i have a feeling that father murphy would take that money this is this is the moment where we find out that pony is a full-blown alcoholic uh, as he looks around and tries to reach across the bar and grab a bottle of whiskey, like drunkenly. I didn't see that. Steal a bottle. You ever tried to steal a bottle from the bar, Tim? Never. You ever been drunk enough to like reach across and be like. No. What's the most fucked up thing you ever did at a bar because you were too drunk to be at a bar? Um, I didn't. I didn't ever do anything like that at a bar. I, I stole some wine from a house party one time. I think we've all stolen wine from a house party. I was like, he's not even going to know. His parents aren't going to miss this wine. Uh, you ever thrown a house party where somebody steals the booze? I had, I threw a house party where somebody stole the money. His name was... <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't mind... Certainly if... wasn't going to confront him about it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if... ...showed up, but if... ...was here... <laughs> Being a whole message. I think it's time for time for an intermission. Take a little break. Time for an intermission. Ah, ah, so, 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 so. It's <laughs> time to drain the old lizard, as it were. After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> 